Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. On this week's Nonsensible Podcast. You guys are laughing, but people have literally been like, oh crap, there's cat hair on my food. And it's because there's constantly cat hair in the air. She was like a crazy cat lady. She, no... Not a cat, it was a pet rat. The whole time, she just sat in a chair next, like, watching us. <sighs> this is Nonsensible. Yeah, back with another episode of the... With uh, myself, Sam. And Dave. Yeah. I'm eating. Sorry. Hold on. Give me a second. Oh, no, 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 no. We've got all the time in the world. Uh, actually, we don't. So just go ahead. <laughs> just talk with your mouth full. Um, People understand. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Um, <laughs> you can catch us on um, <laughs> Dive Studios yeah. on IG and Twitter, the Dive Studios, YouTube.com slash Dive Studios. Also, leave a review on our podcast on Apple Music and Spotify. Spotify. And not melon, no. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sam, take it away. No, I actually enjoying you do this with your mouthful. Like, how old are you, Alexa? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, you're getting mouthful. So <laughs> everyone's getting their mouthful at the moment. She's okay. of age, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. 23, mm-hmm. 23. Okay. Um, yeah, on that note, we do have uh, two guests joining us today. We have Alexa and Marshall, both who joined us last time, and we're lucky to what's have up, them back up? with us again today. Quick introduction. Hmm. Hello, my name is Marshall. I do music based in Korea, but also the world. For a minute there, I thought you were going to say, hello, I'm Marshall and I do spoken books. <laughs> you know no, what? I've actually, I've actually done like different um, audio recording stuff mm. for like really? a children's, like I had to do voices. I had to do really? a whole like Winnie the Pooh like series. It was fun. Interesting. Yeah. 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 It sounded good. It sounded good. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) No pressure, Alexa. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) ASMR. No. Still swallowing. There's still stuff in my teeth. Anyways, Mm. I just had a granola bar. (laughs) Um, Hi, my name is Alexa. I'm also an artist based in Korea. I recently made my comeback with my song Do or Die in March. The physical album is on sale, by the way. So if you want to buy that, then you can buy that. But no pressure. Oh, um, yeah. I also have merch on Inner Park, but. Nice, nice. Inner physical Park. albums. Ooh, do we get a signed copy? My I got hamps. one. My hamps. You have one? Yeah, I got a signed copy. Lucky oh, you. Look at you. Look mm-hmm, at you. Mm-hmm. How's, how's, how's life been treating everyone? Pretty good. Pretty good. Been yeah. busy, been happy, been, yeah. Dodging the, uh, yeah. Dodging the COVID. Mm. We're pretty corona. safe and healthy, yeah. I've just been inside for like the past month. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And just recently, like this is one of the few times, I can count on one hand that I've been like outside. Really? Of- How's life, you know, with self-quarantine? How, um, how are you holding up? Not, I mean, it's okay. Thankfully, I have like like roommates. You're so. self-quarantined? No, no, no. Oh, I, okay. I mean, I was when I came back from London. I was oh, okay. quarantined for about two weeks for 
yeah, 14 days. So you have roommates. So. Yeah, but I have roommates. And so it was good to, like, I, I don't, I've never really lived alone alone. I've okay. always had, like, roommates or someone, like, in the house. Do you not so. like to live alone? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm okay. I think I'll be okay with it now. But I don't know. It's always, like, even though you don't necessarily need to talk to them all the time, just to have that presence mm-hmm. there in the room kind of keeps me, like, Same. at bay. Um, yeah. So you don't like That's to exactly there. what it is. Sanity, well. I think, yeah. Yeah. at the moment, like, everyone I talk to, it, they're having mental issues to some extent. Yeah. Especially in these times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you, it's, it's, I don't know. Unless you have, like, pets, which I... True. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my roommates But do, it's so scary and lonely if you don't have someone you're living with. So, yeah. you know, what having someone you, else to bounce what, conversation off. What about you, Alexa? Do you prefer to be, you know, around people at all times, or do you like more personal space? Do you like to be alone? Hmm, that's the thing. See, I am what I like to call myself a, uh, so, what's the word? Selection? That's, uh, selectional? Is that a word? No. Selective. 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 Selective extrovert. Selective. Good morning. I can speak English. <laughs> selective. <laughs> selective extrovert, because I really do love people. Yeah. Like, if I can see people, I want to see people. But sometimes at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, I don't want to go out. I just want to just mm-hmm. have time to absorb the day, get through my thoughts and everything. So, I mean, I'm kind of both, honestly. I'm like right in the middle. For sure. I've had like a lot of introvert friends of mine who are like, Marshall, I want to actually see people. I want to go out. And it's me. And I'm like, yeah, like you hate people. You hate going <laughs> out. You love being alone and being by yourself. That's like me. this is the perfect time. They're like, yeah, but it's been, and, and they, they're they in the States, and so they've been on lockdown for mm-hmm. at yeah. least a month. So they're like, but, you know, it's been over a month now, and I think yeah. we're going stir crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. What about you, Sam? Before you were married, did you enjoy being alone? Did you enjoy alone time, or did you, I, I think you, you've always, I'm, I'm you're a, very social. I'm a selective interest. Like, I grew up as an only child. Mm-hmm. My parents got divorced when I was young, so mom was at work, like, nine till six, so I had a lot of time by myself, used to grow up and just, you know, entertain myself. And so I have no problems being alone. And mm-hmm. sometimes I just want that alone time. Mm-hmm. If it's just going to a coffee shop and having a book and not having anyone interrupt me. But yeah, socially as well. Like when I was, before I was married, I was out most nights of the week. Yeah, yeah, I noted that about you. <laughs> Sam, no, Sam likes social gatherings. Every time there was like an event or somebody's yeah. birthday or some sort of like, I don't know, like a rooftop party, mm-hmm. Sam would always be there, yeah. you know, and people usually, sometimes I've seen people surprised like, oh crap, that's Sam, what's he doing here? Mm-hmm. But Sam just loves, you know, social gatherings. Yeah. So I noticed that about you. And now not so much. Well, yeah, I mean, but yeah. Maybe but, that's because I'm getting You're also though. busy too. You have kids, you know, you can't. That's it's the not excuse like that. I give people, but more often than not, I'm sitting at home by myself watching TV. The kids yeah. are in bed. I'm like, I, can't I be, feel like I'm busy. I'm looking after the kids. I don't tell them they're in bed. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be bothered going out. <laughs> right. Um, I feel like I felt that way because of being in Korea. Like that's I've become more of an introvert mm. while being here. It's a very social country. It really is. I, I don't think I've ever like felt this surrounded by people before in my life until I moved here. So mm-hmm. it's like you always feel like you're kind of surrounded. Especially at crazy times too. Like and mm-hmm. in, in, you know, even like in the AMs, people are will hit you up like what are you up oh. to? Mm, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like I, five in the morning. Yeah. I, I think I out socialized myself too early. You know, out mm. most nights of the week. Sometimes getting home after lunch time, I've done that multiple times, and it's just like, yeah, if you've done that a few times, by the time you're hitting, you know, your mid thirties, you're like, I'm done with it. I don't need it anymore. Um, how about yourself, Dan? For me, um, I like being with people, but you have to come to me. Mm. Oh, Sam, actually, Sam and Marshall should know that pretty well. 
I don't need to leave my house. I can go months. I can go a year without leaving my mm -hmm. house. Mm -hmm. It's not that I'm an introvert more, more so than I don't like to leave my personal, my, my uh, comfortable space. So if people are like, I'll go over, I'm always welcoming, welcoming people to come to my house. Yeah. You know, you hang out with me and my cats, mm -hmm. play some video so games. So many cats. Yeah. So many cats. <laughs> so many cats. So more for me than avoiding people and needing alone time. I need my space. I need my like my personal space. I, I you guys have been in my house. I built like a kingdom. It's an arcade. Yeah. You've been there too. Yeah, I've been here for house, filming. Yeah. It's an arcade. It's a studio. It's a internet cafe. I want to. Everything's that. there. You yeah. know, I, I'll order. It's a cat cafe as it's well. It's a cat cafe yeah. as well. It absolutely is. You're like <laughs> you bring a cup of coffee over and you have a sip and you're like, oh mm. oh hang on <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh cat hair oh. <laughs> you guys are laughing, but people have literally. Yeah. Been like, oh crap! There's cat hair on my food, and it's because there's constantly cat hair in the air. Yeah, he's got, it's, uh, the other day you were saying he's got allergy, uh, allergy medicine at the front door as soon as you yeah. walk in. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah, literally prepared for people who have allergies. Mm -hmm. I, I think I took some too because yeah. I'm allergic to cats. Uh, cool though, that was a good warm up, warm -up. for. <laughs> The darker topics we'll probably get into okay, today. Okay. Let's, oh, let's jump in, shall we? Let's, yeah, give, go ahead, let's give the jar to Marshall because Alexa had a go last time. So it's only fair that we share it around. It's kind of like, they're like fortune cookies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's fun grabbing a new one. Oh, okay. Tell us about the worst apartment you ever lived in. <laughs> Why are you giggling at a little schoolgirl? Hang on, hang on. Is this a woo story? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Oh, Take it away then. Oh, okay. Um, so there is a, a point in my life uh, in the midway, like I've been in Korea for a few years. And um, uh, so Wu and I, so Wu is this other person that was a guest on this show not yeah, too yeah. long ago um but uh he and i were roommates at one point and uh i needed a place to live and and so i was like oh you know is there any way and so he's like yeah sure so we lived together for a bit but um there's this one apartment that we were at just for like a few months before moving to like another place but that apartment was literally it was like some some Cold War era like apartment from like the sixties. And it was super run down and um the water it was just the toilet seat wouldn't like stay up uh. and stuff. Oh, like it was so it was one of those like yeah. Um it was just one of those like old rec run down apartments. Right. But it was, you know, it had character, and um, we we definitely like filmed several videos. Wu and I like during that time of like us being ridiculous and just like laughing our heads off. So I think this is more of a personal, like in my brain, it's a lot more funnier. But as I'm explaining it right now, I'm like, this is there. the worst story ever. <laughs> yeah, We've all got those. Can visualize stories. it, except for me. We've all got those stories. Yeah. I, hmm. I in terms of apartments. Uh, the worst one that I was actually on the lease for, we actually had to take the uh, landlord to court oh. and sue her. Oh, my. Um, because we said we're leaving, and she's like, you never told me that. And then we're like, black mold, black mold on the wall. Um, and my wife was pregnant at the time, so that wasn't much fun. But I stayed at a friend's house for once um, for a while when I was here in Korea. I was on um, my holidays, vacation, kind of between um, – university and he's like stay in my i've got a room you can stay in and he was living on the top floor of where his parents lived 
And I'm like, cool, you know, I don't have to pay rent and I've got a place to stay to crash and it was in Hongdae area. So it was mm -hmm. kind of like, you know, hopping and I had places to go out and party at the time. But um, for some reason that winter was incredibly cold and I don't think the heating worked very well because the toilet bowl used to freeze. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. And it used to get so cold that what we drink um, bottles of Gatorade uh, primarily because the um, the way the bottle is is made, it has quite a, a large uh, neck to it, as opposed to some of the smaller ones. And when we'd come back the next day, there'd be lines of Gatorade bottles that were half filled with mm -hmm. yellow liquid. Oh no! Because it was so cold that we couldn't really be bothered uh, going oh out to the toilet, Yikes. the frozen toilet. Yuck. And then there was a time when a rat climbed out of the roof and ran across the floor. <laughs> fun yeah so that was kind of, kind of weird i have a i think i have a better story now let me try and so okay context wise i um was on tour in the u.s not for music i was working for this like nonprofit organization and mm -hmm. we were uh trying to end child soldiering in eastern africa and um we all got into like teams of four this organization put us into teams of four and we had to tour the u.s um, book our own like documentary screenings and and fundraise money. Oh wow! And we also had to book our own housing as well. So we stayed on a lot of like dorm room floors, um, people's houses, apartments, uh, guest rooms at churches, mosques. Uh, we stayed at a mansion once in Atlanta. Yeah. That was really fun. But um, this one time, we were in somewhere in like the middle of Florida. Florida. And, um, I don't remember what. <laughs> place it was but we ended up staying at this uh person who booked the screening for us at her um college mm -hmm. and she was like oh you know if you guys need a place to stay you guys can stay with us and so when we got to her place it was like a little it was like a little house um um her parents had like gone to bed because we rolled in like super late around like 11 p.m at night um and we got there and she had this air bed like air mattress thing out for us in the middle, a big one. And then she had this like snacks laid out for us, but it looked like it was out there for like hours. Like the ch Ugh. she had like nacho cheese and like, a, but the cheese had like congealed yeah. into like a gelatinous like mess. And she was like, and she was a lot different from what we had imagined her to look like. Mm -hmm. And um, she was like a crazy cat lady. She, no, not a cat. It was a pet rat. Oh, and so she was just and the she whole brought it night, out it sit on her shoulder by any chance. So, OK, so it was right. It was late at night. Right. Uh -huh. and so we wanted to go to bed because we had to wake up early the next morning. And the whole time she just sat in a chair next, like watching us, <sighs> petting her, Ugh. petting her pet rat and just like Lightning. watching us. Watching you guys Ooh. sleep. And we we're just like getting ready for bed. And we we're like, uh, some creepy silence. So, and so we ended up. Like, oh, I think we have to, like, go somewhere. And we ended up, like, making an, ex an excuse to, like, leave. leave early. And we went to, like, the nearest, like, Walmart and slept in the parking lot in our 16-passenger oh, van. wow. Because oh. we were like, this is not something we want to risk. Yeah. That's creepy. Yeah. Oy. That's creepy. We met a lot of interesting people on the road. It was, like, a 10-week tour, but. That sounds like yeah. something out of American Horror Story. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah there's right. some, I mean, there's some fun, fun stories there. Oh, so many gas station stories. But mm. anywho, mm. what about you, Alexa? You ever had any uh, interesting um, um, 
residences that you, <laughs> that you, that you uh, non-conforming residences that you didn't enjoy living in let me think on that i don't have any that's why i asked you i actually don't have any i don't mm-hmm. i i've had like small like one rooms and stuff mm-hmm. i can't really complain about that mm-hmm. just it's too smooth for me that's <laughs> what i think i am like like it didn't fit my my son my like, tub, yeah my exactly so no i mean <laughs> I don't think I've ever had any because I just lived at home with my folks and then Korea lives in two apartments now. But like even stuff with like hotel experiences, I don't think I've ever had any like weird, bad things other than like loud neighbors and you can hear everything. And I mean, everything. oh, yeah, I mean, this person's having a good time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when you talk about neighbors, that reminds me, I, I lived in um, Hebangchon for about eight mm. years, eight to mm. ten years. And the floor below us, one night I kept hearing this weird noise, like, and then you'd hear like this rustle of like metallic items. And be like, what is going on? And there's this waft of smoke that keeps coming upstairs. And I'm like, I'm I'm a non-smoker. And it just, it annoyed me to death because it was through my bedroom window that was open because it was summertime and I wanted to get a breeze in. So I decided to get up and and try and work out what was going on downstairs. And obviously, I couldn't angle my head down to see what's happening. But I could see the reflection from the building across the way and back down into the window. And what was happening is people were playing this really serious game of ghost stop. Like, you know, the Korean card game. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that was what the sound was? That... Yeah. But what they were doing was it was an illegal gambling den. Oh. Like it was twenty four hours a day. Oh wow! Like and and you'd go down there and and knock on the door and they'd be like, shh. They'd, everyone would get really quiet and they're like, yeah, can I help you? I'm just like, oh no no, I was just seeing everything's okay and as if nothing was going on. And people would come backwards and forwards and this happened for a few weeks and oh, wow. I started calling the police like every night. I'm like, there's uh, something happening downstairs. You might need to ring the doorbell and check. And the cops came around like three or four nights in a row. And then like two days later, they were gone. Uh, good for you, though. Good for mm-hmm. you taking action. Yeah. There's some people who are non-confrontational that would probably deal with that. Mm-hmm. In like, a different way. Yeah. They just like grin and bear it. Speaking, or they move. Speaking of which, my neighbors right now, they have this fucking dog. And it just barks <laughs> all the time. That's just, be, you know what it is? Because they're not home. Mm. Is there is there a law against that? They're, they have this big dog, a like huge dog. It's just <laughs> All so, hours of the so fucking day. What you need to do what, is, what do I do about that? Here's exactly what you do. You get a piece of paper and a pen and you write down, 11.15 a.m., dog barks incessantly. 11.17 a.m., dog barks again. Like you keep a, 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 like a, log. A, a log of how often it barks and then you can probably take it to somewhere and maybe record the dog barking. And take that to like uh, so loud. the the council. It's right next to my house too. I don't know what to do about that. It, it it barks every time somebody passes by the house. It barks. But you don't have a neighbor on your floor. Not it's not my physical like neighbor on my building. Like the next the building next to the oh, it's like the jutek. It's like a ah, and they okay. have this dog that's always outside and it just anytime somebody passes by, <gasps> so to the point where I don't like is that is that legal. It's just always barking. Well, you can't go and talk to the dog and say, I'm sorry, you've been breaking the law. Yeah. <laughs> What's up with that? There, 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 there has to, like, in terms of noise complaints, there are certain hours within which you have to kind of maintain a, mm-hmm. a, a normal um, level of noise. 
So if it's outside of that, you could do something about that. There are a lot of apps now where you can report people yeah. to the council. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. there is. Yeah. Mm. Especially for illegal parking. It's, it's an app so you take a photo annoying. and send it to them. Right. So annoying. Do people write strongly worded letters? <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. I've had strongly worded letters written to you. Yeah, but I, I usually it's usually like like please stop filming at 1 a.m. <laughs> I'm trying to sleep and I'll be like, oh, I'm really sorry. Yeah. I've actually physically gone down to my neighbor and apologized. Yeah. Like, sorry, you're right. No, Here's I'm a not. plate of cookies. Enjoy. I don't know how well it works. I've tried that on people who have parked illegally. Put like a, I've got a big piece of cardboard and said, you know, you shouldn't be parking here. You're parked in front of my doorway. But then it snowed and that piece of paper got covered in <laughs> snow. So I don't even know if they read it. It's kind of like, yeah. yeah. It Nowadays with people parking inconveniently, you just call their number yeah. and you yeah. ask them to come out. Strong word letters. That's that's yeah, something to consider, Dave. Or something. Make a video about it. Strong worded letters? No, yeah. you make a video on that. All right, <laughs> the dog's not keeping me awake at night. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Representation. All right, so today's topic is representation. As entertainers who represent sides to more than one culture, what responsibility do you feel about making sure the audience gets someone to look up to but still maintaining your own unique identity? I know it's kind of a heavy topic to just dump on you guys, but yeah. if you guys need like a second well, think. There's a lot of those instances too. Mm -hmm, like they'll have um, straight actor or heterosexual actors who play gay trans women or get or gay, role, you know, things like <laughs> that. Mm -hmm. um, which you know, I think maybe back in the day, they there weren't many people out there who were yeah. willing to openly. like exactly. yeah. who are openly. Um, but nowadays, you know, with shows like Pose and mm -hmm. like you know, there's so many different shows now who are like pushing the envelope and right. you know, they have the largest like trans cast mm -hmm. ever in life um and that that show is doing really well uh, you know it's i think we're moving forward slowly but surely little by little yeah, yeah very 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 small tiny steps even like you know asian americans mm -hmm. getting or asian asians in the western Media. asians who live in the western diaspora who are like you know s slowly getting the spotlight mm -hmm. you know with crazy rich asians or you know fresh off the boat yes. or you know, Dr. Kent, you know, there's there's mm -hmm. a couple, not as nearly as much as we would like, but mm. having that representation in media is, I think, so hugely important mm -hmm. because we, as a whole, there's so many different sides to us. There's so many different, you know, t there's so many different kinds of Asians as well. It's not just Chinese or Korean or Japanese yeah. or Cambodian or whatever. There's so many with their own distinct culture exactly. and, and color. And we're just barely scratching the surface now. In Western media. I mean, Asia has been doing it for a while. Yeah. You know, Hong Kong cinema, yeah. K-dramas, blah, blah, blah. But. All right. Devil's advocate here. You here talked we go. About, you talked about um, straight people playing. Where's my towel? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. Okay. You can't. I don't think you can play another race. Mm. But in terms of sexuality, where is your stance on someone playing a sexual preference that they don't personally have? Right. Because when you look at... Um, actors in general and you look at performances that we we don't all I, I guess we don't all agree on but a lot of people tend to consider amazing performances yeah. people who have played a character outside of what their norm is whether it's um dustin hoffman in rain man mm. whether it's um tom hanks in philadelphia the these are not who they are in real life but they're portraying a role as an actor. I agree. So when it comes to sexuality, what's 
your stance on that. Yeah, totally. Um, again, I think this a lot of it, um, my take is that was back then. Mm-hmm. So like in the 70s and the 80s, early 90s, even up till the 2000s, um, there weren't actors who are out and openly, you know, especially right. because of the time and the culture. Now, in the year 2020, there's a lot more talent who are out there open, who mm-hmm. are wanting these roles that I think should at least have the chance to audition and be seriously considered for these roles. Right. I think a lot of times um, some of these actors and actresses, when they play a, a same sex role, they somehow get, you know, all these awards and it's like this like hugely mm-hmm. like lauded thing. Um which again, I'm not shitting on their uh, their ability, talent yeah. or their ability to act, because there are sorry, I spit, but there are certain <laughs> actors who have really conveyed that emotion in an incredible way, and you know, and vice versa, you know, like when when gay actors play straight roles, mm. da, da, da. yeah, of course, um, but again, I feel like there's a responsibility for people in the industry to actually have these stories be portrayed by the people who've lived them mm-hmm. and who are aware of this this life, you mm-hmm. know. Um, of course, it is an art and, and that's all like, it's very, you know, it's very gray in a way. Mm-hmm. So do you think but, skill versus skill as an actor versus authenticity? What do you yeah. think is more important? I think authenticity. authenticity and skill. I mean, you can have both. Yeah, I don't think course. it has to be well, one yeah. or the other. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, but for example, I don't know if you guys used to watch Modern Family. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's a prominent gay couple, mm-hmm. Cam and Mitchell, and uh, Cam, Cam is played by a straight Cam's, actor. Cam yeah, is a straight actor, but yeah. he does an incredible job with the character. Yeah. I love his character. But, right. But I mean, for example, I can't see anybody else in that, that role because I'm so used he to seeing it. him. He yeah. killed it. Yeah. So again, I, I don't think it goes for all Mm. There's just not many roles mm-hmm. in general. Um, but I so, think also Marshall's mm-hmm. argument is part of it is having someone for the community that people can look up to in yeah. terms of performing right. on the big screen. Yeah. And instead of having someone that we all know is straight, have someone that is openly gay performing in that role. Who is incredible. Like, yeah. let's not forget. Yeah, the, yeah. Like, they have yeah. to be fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. If they're not great, then obviously that's a no-no for me. <sighs> Um, but there are great actors and mm-hmm. actresses who are in our, in that community who can definitely convey the story in the right way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but in terms of sexuality, I think it's op- a little bit, it's slightly more open um, just because I think it's, it's starting to get more traction with people coming out. Mm-hmm. But in terms of actors of color, actresses of color, who they should definitely be playing yeah. those roles mm-hmm. that are written for that. Let's jump into Korea for, for a second. Sure. Okay. Sam is one of the, is part of, I guess, one point first generation of uh enter- you know western entertainers in korea i mean i guess the first generation you can consider people in the 90s you know a lot of there's there's some there's there's some people that go way back mm-hmm. well, that, that french, aren't as, wasn't that french Ida, um i did later yeah, yeah yeah there's people who go like way back who are kind of like you know they're they're not in the industry anymore they mm-hmm. might be but i'm not sure but sam is one of the first prominent figures in Especially in comedy, right? It's comedy yeah. that blew up in Korea and he became super mainstream. And still is. It's, and it's, still that's relevant. what's incredible about Sam. He's maintained his career for so long. So um, as a foreigner in Korea who made it in the Korean entertainment industry, as a speaker of Korean, and me being somebody who followed in your footsteps mm. years later, yep. um, 
do you have any experience or things you want to tell people? Because I'm sure you get messages a lot. I, I'm, I've got these messages a lot in my DMs and stuff. I want to, one day I want to become a blah, blah, blah in Korea. Mm. What are the, you know, what do I have to do you know, to do that? And, and I, I don't want to be like, yo, you can't ever do it because you never know. <laughs> yeah, you, know? you never know. You never know. I mean, if they bring something new to the table, which yeah. is hard to, but if you bring something new to the table, you, you got a chance. Yeah. So as w- one of the prominent figures in that industry, what do you think is, you know, what do you think you pre- represent as a individual in this industry? I guess for me, and I kind of uh, equate it to this, there are people that actually open the door for people to me, for me, for people like me to be able to do it. What I think I'm trying to do is pave the way to make it easier for other people to kind of get in. Okay. It's, it's not easy. And it's like any industry in the world. I think in the entertainment industry, they're all incredibly difficult. But when you start doing it in a foreign language and I, people hit me up all the time, they're like, I want to be on TV. And I'm like, that's great, but it's not as easy <laughs> as you think it is. I made a video yeah, on that yesterday. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. And, and you know, some people have it, some people don't. There's so many things you have to do, but it, it is difficult because you're, I'm not Korean, but I'm working in an industry that caters towards the Korean audience. So you have to maintain a level where you're being true to yourself, but it also has to be something that Koreans can understand and they need to enjoy it at the end of the day yeah. otherwise there's no point going out and doing what you do and i think with dave did a video about it recently saying how he felt really uncomfortable having to play certain roles and there were expectations of what he should be doing on television and, and what people wanted to hear and i think we we've all experienced that to some extent but then i got to a stage in in my life where i'm like you know what I'm just going to say what I want to say. And if people don't like it, they're not going to like it. But if people agree with it, they're going to agree with it. And that's just who I am. And I think you look at Korean audiences now and they've become a lot more accepting, a lot more accepting than what they used to be. Yeah, absolutely. And it's about that fine line. I need to do things that aren't going to be completely cringy and will embarrass me as an Australian. (laughs) And that's, and that's, that can be hard, but Mm, kimchi is so good. I love Korea. Uh, (laughs) Like that's 10 years ago. That was the standard. Sam knows that was a standard at the time because Koreans weren't that, um, I guess used to seeing foreigners who spoke Korean on TV. So Koreans wanted to feel as though Western people could appreciate their culture as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And actually Koreans are a little bit more desensitized to that now. But at the time, what was that like to have to, you know, I, I wouldn't say you did anything that was like, you know, hard, difficult in terms of, you know, sh- showing your love for Korea. But I'm sure at some point you were like, okay, okay, I'm kind of getting tired of. I don't know. I think it was just kind of in the initial stages of like starting out in the profession. You, you know, after a while, I just stopped doing it. And like, even now, if there's things I don't want to do, I'll just say, yeah. I don't want to do that. Or I just don't do it. And you can work around it. You have to maintain dignity. Yeah. You've got to maintain personal dignity. If you're not comfortable doing it, and I don't care who it is, who you are, you have to stand up and say, I'm not comfortable doing this. Yeah. Or you just don't do it. And there may be consequences, but you have to be able to live with that. It's not worth selling your soul to the devil right. to do something that you're uncomfortable doing just for the sake of doing it. And that's what you want to do. You know, I... If, if I don't, I enjoy what I do for a job, but I also have to go home and sleep comfortably at night. And 
if I start saying to myself, I can't do this, I'm if I'm losing sleep over it, I'm just going to say, I'm not going to do it. Mm. You, you, you should, I don't think anyone should do that for the sake of, you know, improving their employment opportunities. Yeah, I think that's the the part part is like, oh, I need to like pay the bills and make money. Yeah, but exactly. Like, they want me to play a certain character. It's in, in, especially in my lane. They want me to be like super flamboyant or mm-hmm. like, oh my God, ah, you know, just be a character. And, right. I think you know, it's no just- offense to people who are that way, like naturally, that's totally fine. But this is how I speak. This is how I am. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't feel like I don't need to overdo a caricature of right. myself. And along with like, you know, people who are non-Korean as well, because they expect you, I, I don't know about anymore, well, but I'm sure there's still elements of that even it's, now. It's, I guess we talk about people saying, oh, they've sold out. They're a sellout. Mm-hmm. You know, especially with musicians, they've mm-hmm. done a certain genre of music and the fans expected of them, but then they've flipped it and they've become commercially successful. But at the end of the day, okay, People are doing this because they enjoy the art form, but also people want to make a living out of it. Mm-hmm. So selling out for me is not something that we should be looking down upon. If you yeah. can be successful in your in your chosen career, we should be applauding that, mm-hmm. not saying, oh, you're a sellout. Yeah. Hey, props to you because you're making money out of it and you can buy a house and buy the nice car. But even when you do that, you have to be able to look inside and say, I'm comfortable doing it mm-hmm. to this level. If you're not, at the end of the day, is all the fame in the world and all the money in the world really that's worth it. personal discomfort? Mm-hmm. That's what you have to consider. Ooh, that's deep. On that note, with Alexa, speak, stay on the same subject. I know that before you did, before you broke out into your career, before mm. you went to produce and everything, you were doing K-pop dance covers. And right, I was a cover artist right? and stuff like that. And I noticed that people, some people, I noticed some comments on my YouTube. Like I've been watching Alexa since she was just, you know, doing covers mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And some people are like, "Oh, she." I saw like a not a, a hit comment, maybe a critical comment mm-hmm. that was like, "Oh, she was just some career blah 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 before." Right. And you know, as somebody who was a K-pop fan initially mm-hmm. and broke out into the industry, do you have any you know experiences or words on that? Um. Like on the same topic of like having to do things we're not necessarily comfortable with. Well, not 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 so much more than you represented a certain demographic ah. that, uh, of course, there's so many K-pop fans that look at K-pop like, oh, I wish I want to be mm. in the K-pop mm. industry. I want to be, yeah. I want to be part of that. Mm. But you know, to to some extent, you got to you got the opportunity to right. jump on the industry itself, mm. and that's a dream for so many people. You know, as a representative of the the very few that are able to get into the industry. Um, can you tell us about some of the experiences you've had? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, when K-pop wasn't super known, nobody really took an interest in like what the training life was like. Yeah. Yeah. But nowadays, like anytime somewhere wants to do a documentary on K-pop artists, they always try to focus on, oh, how brutal and grueling the training is. It's really no different than how it is anywhere else when you're wanting to make an artist, honestly. Mm-hmm. Hours of training go in, hours of whatever fields of practice you need to have as an artist go in. It's really no different. So it's kind of interesting to me how things kind of like devil washed but like honestly you know things are difficult nothing's ever going to be easy if you want to pursue the path you want you need to put in a lot of hard work blood sweat and tears and sleepless nights but in at the end of the day the negatives don't matter like seeing the outcome and seeing like everything come to fruition and people liking what you do and like knowing that the staff has worked so hard to make these things that's what like brings you happiness at the end of the day like you know yeah. <laughs> in 2008, would you have even dreamed of 
you being in Korea pursuing a path in music? I don't think the idea of this ever popped into my head until maybe really? like 2010s-ish. But like, I mean, I loved K-pop in 2008, but I don't think I ever would have been able to say myself, say to myself, <laughs> when I was like 13, be like, hey, you're going to do this later. I don't think I ever would have been able to process that thought. But, so. but I think, yeah, I was going to say probably no all way. of us are probably yeah. in the same boat. Yeah, I, 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 Korea, what? yeah, no way. This was never. Really? Mm -hmm. I, I, yeah. You had this planned out since yeah. the day that you turned six? No, not <laughs> the day since I turned six, but the idea of when I got to Korea, I knew that I would do something in the entertainment industry. Oh, I was aware that. If you don't mind, I can go into a little bit. Please. Uh, when I started learning Korean, I realized that I learned Korean exceptionally fast compared to a lot of foreigners. Mm -hmm. And when I was in like Surujari, like the like when I was drinking with my Not friends, drinking, I, yeah. I knew I was a little bit funnier. And I, I've always been a little bit um, creative when it comes to, I guess, music wise or drawing and stuff. Like I've always been a little bit creative. So I thought that, you know, I... Like I, I, I said in a recent video that I used to watch Sam and be like, I could do that too. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that I couldn't do it on TV. Mm -hmm. But I've always known that I could be funny in Korean or be creative in Korean. So I knew to some extent that I would do something that wasn't, you know, normal in the Korean industry. Mm -hmm. I always thought I would be able to do that. What was your journey? And like, why did you start learning Korean? There was no reason. I was in Korea, so I thought I, I came visiting with a friend, and I was in Korea, so I was like, might as well learn the language while I'm here. So Korea was random too. You were just here random. on a vacation. Yeah, I, I grew up in Koreatown, and my my high school was forty percent Korean. And my friend was like, "Yo, dude, I'm going mm -hmm. to Korea. You want to go? Like, dude, it's let's go together, dude. There's like internet cafes and shit. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you got me now. It's the internet cafe. And I was cafe. and I was um twenty, like just turned twenty, and I couldn't drink legally. But he's like, dude, the legal age. For drinking is like super low over there, dude. So we can just get wasted. I'm like, oh, dude. Did you talk like that? Yeah, well, dude. I used to actually talk like that. Yeah. Like he's from California. <laughs> I mean, I was, maybe from like Orange County. Even. I don't know. So I talked. <laughs> the I, used to, I used to hang out with a lot of you know like rock kids and shit. So yeah. So I was like, dude, that sounds kind of cool. So I came to Korea, and you know, it was pretty easy for me to learn language compared to other stuff. So it's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. And and things worked out for you. I am to some extent. Like I told you, my initial dream was to be the next Sam Hemington. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, this guy was my role model at first. Um, You're like the YouTube, you have Sam Hemington of YouTube now. Well, I realized that's not the case because Sam has this natural thing where he gets in front of camera, and especially with Korean TV, he knows how to boom, 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 boom. Like just knows what to say, what to do. Point. He sticks, he doesn't think twice. He's not like, oh, if I, is this the right time? He just does it, you know? Mm -hmm. Whereas I have to like plan things out. That's why I'm good at videos. So I realized over time I couldn't be Sam Hamilton, and only Sam Hamilton could be Sam Hamilton. Yeah. Wow. Wow. wow! On that note, you get the, the room and is we're giving done. us a round of applause. <laughs> you, where do you it take up. it from there? I think that's like yeah. that's how we end it. That's yeah. how we end it. Wow! And only Marshall can be Marshall, and only Alex can be Alexa. And Thanks. Dave can be Dave. Dave. Can be uh, Dave. Wow. Thanks, guys. Thank you. All right, uh, that's all the time we got for today. Close yep. us out, Sam. All right, uh, don't forget to subscribe to us. Uh, you can find us on Apple Music and also on Spotify. And send us a, uh, give us a review. IG and Twitter, the Dive Studios, YouTube.com, Dive Studios. I want to thank both Alexa and Marshall for joining us yet again. Uh, great having you guys on, and it's you so guys are always welcome back to join us again. Mm. Yeah. It'd be great. We'd yes. love to come Thanks back. Thanks so much for joining We'd us. Like Thanks for that. having Thanks us. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. See ya. Bye. See ya.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.